Hello everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Worship Podcast from SacredEyes.com, where we explore and work with all the ways that our worship shapes and defines our lives. My name is John, and today I want to talk about how remembering resurrection in this Easter season can lead us into a richer and deeper experience of abundant life right here and right now. This podcast will give you a quick overview, but on the Sacred Eyes Patreon, I go much deeper and get really practical with how we can apply these insights to our worship practice. When you sign up as a patron, you not only help to keep Sacred Eyes going, you also get access to the full version of this post, bonus content from time to time, and exclusive discounts on all premium Sacred Eyes resources. It's also really helpful if you comment, like, and share this podcast as widely as you can so that others can find Sacred Ice as well. Thank you so much. As I hear the regular anxious reports of the decline in church attendance across the world, I'm often reminded of the song Father John by Magna Carta. The picture of a dying worshipping community that this song paints is heartbreaking and poignant. Miss Pringle and Miss Prendergast and George who does the grass are there. To say the words they've said for 20 years and no one knows or cares. Safe in the security of things they see and want to be, believing is a word for growing old. Oh, can't you see, Father John? No one seems to want your words of love anymore. Why can't you see, Father John? Like the stained glass window, fathers, in last September's cobwebs, God does not belong here anymore. Anymore. Too often the church is seen as an organization that clings to a long-lost past and refuses to engage the present world in any meaningful way. Its rituals and liturgies are often viewed as a desperate remembering that leads to stagnation and drains us of life. Perhaps that's why so much of contemporary spirituality is focused on living in the present. The past is gone, and the future is not yet with us. All we have is now, we're told. So if we want to know abundant life, we need to release the past and the future and focus only on this moment. But what if remembering can be a pathway to abundant life now? What if there is a healthy way to remember the past that enables us to be more fully present now and live toward a brighter future? What if looking back is what really moves us forward into the abundant life we seek? Past, present and future are often viewed as a linear progression, but the truth is that they are more cyclical or more like a spiral in which we do move forward but through patterns and experiences that repeat in different and deeper ways throughout our lives. And this is why remembering can be such a powerful and empowering spiritual practice. So what difference does an intentional spiritual practice of remembering make to our capacity to experience and share abundant resurrection life here and now? Well, first of all, Remembering connects us with the history of transformative resurrection power. As Richard Raw loves to point out, the incarnation of Christ is an archetype that reminds us of the ways that God is incarnated in our universe and lives. 
This means that the resurrection of Christ is also an archetypal reminder. It reminds us of all the ways that resurrection is constantly breaking out in our universe. The problem is that when we're faced with death, whether the little deaths of our human experience or the big death of our mortality, we easily lose sight of life. When all we can see is graves, it can be difficult to believe that dry bones can live again. But resurrection reminds us that out of sight, behind the tombstones, life is working its magic. When we nurture an intentional practice of remembering resurrection, we gain a new perspective on our own personal journey and on the history of our world. The essential truth of the Easter story reminds us that we are more than our fear, failures, flaws and suffering. And it reminds us of how love, compassion and forgiveness can overcome even the most significant challenges, including death itself. When we make the time intentionally to recognize that resurrection was always at work in our past, even in our little deaths, we can find meaning in our present struggles and hope for our future. Secondly, remembering keeps us connected with the mystery of new life in the now. As we have seen, reflecting on the Easter story reminds us that new life emerges from even the most difficult and challenging situations. And that enables us to find hope in the midst of despair, which helps us to experience a sense of renewal and regeneration. Resurrection is woven into the fabric of the universe. We see it in the cycles of nature, in the process of evolution which moves our universe toward ever greater connectedness and complexity, and even in the emergence of new ideas and technologies. When we practice intentional remembering, it connects us with this ever-present mystery of new life, and it cultivates in us a sense of wonder and awe, and that in turn empowers us to embrace the unknown and be open to the possibilities of new life, even in the midst of uncertainty and change. Central to our present experience of resurrection and deeply linked with the practice of remembering is the spiritual practice of gratitude. In thankful remembering, we keep in mind all the ways we've already experienced resurrection, and that reminds us of the progress we've made, the lessons we've learned, and the growth we have achieved. And this all enables us to find joy in the present moment, even when life is challenging. And then thirdly, remembering inspires hope for the future. The Easter story is bursting with hope and purpose. In John 20, verses 19 to 23, when Jesus appeared to his disciples, he not only showed them that they do not have to fear death, but he commissioned them to share life and hope with others. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you, he said. The rest of the New Testament describes the result of Jesus' gift of hope and purpose in the lives of his disciples and how they changed their world and ours. In the same way, as we remember resurrection and how it has manifested in our lives in the past, and as we open ourselves more and more deeply to resurrection life in the present, so we are increasingly able to co-create the future we long for. We are the only species that has ever been able to choose consciously how we will evolve. 
And that gives us agency and power to shape our lives in the world around us. By remembering our past and reflecting on our present, we can make choices that contribute to our well-being and the well-being of others in the future. And we can work towards creating a more just, compassionate and sustainable world, one choice at a time. As in Father John, the song by Magna Carta, worship is often viewed as a lifeless, irrelevant activity. It can certainly feel dry and restrictive, rooted in a legalistic and highly conservative view of God, the Bible and the world, but it doesn't have to be that way. With a little creativity and passion, rooted in an inclusive evolutionary theology, our practice of remembering in worship can be profoundly energizing, relevant and life-giving. So how can we use remembering to lead people to abundant life through our worship gatherings? In the Patreon version of this podcast, I explore the four main aspects of our worship, preaching, prayer, liturgy and ritual, and music, and how they can lead us into a truly life-giving and energizing practice of remembering. So if you want to go deeper and get more practical with these ideas, why not head over to Patreon and sign up? The spiritual practice of remembering is not only about the past. Past, present and future are all here in the now. And so as we remember resurrection in this Easter season, we bring past, present and future together and allow their alchemy to lead us into a deeper experience of life here and now. And then over time as we do this, we become agents of resurrection for the people around us too. May our Easter remembering be far more than just an echo of past life. May it be instead a glorious chorus of the most magnificent beauty, wonder and awe. Next week we will focus on resurrection as a vision of a truly life-sustaining world of justice, love and compassion. But for now that's all I have. Thank you for giving me your time and attention. And remember, how you worship defines how you live. I'll catch you next time.